Welcome to Color Outside the Lines. I'm Krista, and this podcast is for you if you are ready to step out of society's narrative and build a life that is completely aligned to who you are and what you are meant to be doing, and feel safe doing so. Together, we rewrite old programming and create our own stories that guide us toward our most authentic selves. You being you is what the world needs most right now. Let's get started. Welcome. Okay, today we're going to talk about your relationship with money and the steps that I took in order to shift my money mindset and start having a much more positive, excited, relaxed relationship with money instead of this relationship that most of us have, which is feeling stressed about it, feeling like there's not enough, feeling like we're never going to make the amount that we want to, or feeling like we have to do work or do a job that we hate in order to make money. Do you feel like that? If you're listening to this, I always want to say, raise your hand, like as if I can see you raise your hand for yourself. (laughs) If you're listening to this and you are someone who is in a position in a job or even running a business that you actually don't love that you actually, maybe even you hate it. You feel stuck in it. You feel like it's not the thing for you. Um, but you feel, but it makes good money. And so you feel like you have to stick with it, or maybe it just makes some money and it's enough money that you feel like you have to stay there and you feel like you're stuck in that. That is one of the biggest things that I find that entrepreneurs and everyone else have in common is that we often feel trapped by money. And it's so frustrating because money really is the thing that makes the world go round, right? (laughs) And I hate saying that um, because it is a belief and it's a belief that our society operates on is that money is king. Money is the thing that we all have to have in order to live, right? We have to have it in order to have a house, in order to have food, in order to, it's not just to do the things that we want to do, but it's the things that we need and have to do. And it can feel really hard to be in a position where you're wanting to do something that you love. You're wanting to start your own business or grow the business you've already started. Maybe you're working it part-time right now and you want to quit your job and grow the business you've already started. And it can feel really scary and really frustrating that the the one thing you need in order to do that is money. But at the same time, when you the more money you start to make and as you start to make money, it can also feel very very exciting. So, today I want to talk about our relationship with money and what I did to shift my relationship with money into a more positive state. Okay? We're going to talk about a couple different tools today. We're going to talk about um, just kind of some of my story and what I went through, but I would love for you to start out. If you haven't listened to the podcast that I was a guest on, um, it's the Maverick mompreneur podcast with my friend and former client, Ashley Latimer. I would love for you to go and take a listen to that. It's a two part podcast. Take a listen to that because we talk so much about like different pieces of this, things that entrepreneurs struggle with. Um, a little bit of my story in there. I give her, um, a little bit of like what I work with my clients on, but we did not dive into. So this is maybe we can call this part three, but this is the things that I, the steps that I personally took in order to shift my money mindset. This is like going to be a mini masterclass. You guys, we could package this and put this in a masterclass because, um, it's going to be really powerful. The things that we talk through. So 
Let's get started. Okay. I never really thought about my relationship with money until I became an entrepreneur. I always just, we always had like enough money and it always worked out and everything was fine. And so I never really thought about my relationship with money until I decided I wanted to start my own business. But one of the big things that happened for me was I actually had postpartum depression. And you guys have heard me talk about this a little bit before, but the reason why this was such a big catalyst for me into the personal development world and into um, really thinking through my relationship with money and my relationship with the work I was doing is because I was really deep in postpartum depression. And one day I realized and I had the thought, there has to be something more than this. There has to be something better than this. I can't just keep living like this forever. It, this can't be all there is. It, it can't just be, well, you have depression too bad. That's the way it is for the rest of your life. And so I knew, I knew that I had to figure out that answer. I had to figure out what more there was. And so that was the thing that led me into actually my first network marketing company. And my first network marketing company was the thing that was the catalyst for me to really diving deep into personal development. I'm really starting to understand my personality, why I do the things I do, who I am, what I want out of life, and what really, um, what is my zone of genius? What am I really good at? And how do I become that thing. And it took, it took a while, right? It wasn't like I just, one day I just decided, although that is the first step I decided, (laughs) but I decided to find the answer. So I decided to find the answer. That's step one. I decided, I decided that there had to be more than this. And I decided I was going to do whatever it took to figure out what that thing was. And once you make that decision, Once you say to yourself, I know there's something more out there. I know it has to be better than this. I know I can create massive wealth. Your brain always wants you to be right. And so because your brain always wants you to be right, then it's going to find the answer, right? It's going to keep looking and keep searching and keep going until it finds the answer. Whereas if you were to say to yourself, well, this is it. This is all there is. This is what my life is like now. This is who I am your brain, once again, wants you to be right. So either way, this is why you hear that saying all the time about um, if you say you can or if you say you can't, then you're right. It's because your brain always wants you to be right and your brain is going to find the thing that makes you right. So if you say, uh, this is all there is, there's nothing more, your brain's going to agree with you. If you say, I know there's a solution out there. I know there's something more than this. I know that I can, I can get well. I know that I can achieve these things. I know I can be this. Your brain is going to find ways to make you right. Okay. So that was step one. I decided, I decided that there was more and I was going to find a better way. But it took a little bit of time. It took a little bit of time, a few twists and turns, a few, I don't want to call them failed businesses because they were successful businesses. I was successful in them, but they weren't the right business for me. So they didn't, it didn't turn out to be the thing, right? It didn't turn out to be the long-term passion, the long-term wealth builder, that sort of thing. However, 
the goal was, as I was doing this, and this is step two, was I I was working to find the thing that truly lit my soul on fire. And I love that phrase because you can just feel it, right? You can feel it deep in your, deep in your root chakra. <laughs> you can feel that, that lighting of your soul on fire. And when I say that, my guess is that you know what that thing is, or you have an idea of how to find it, or you have an idea of what to try next in order to get there. And for me, for a while, I knew what the thing was and I was afraid to go like full force towards it. And so I did a few other things in between in order to sort of, I don't know what the right way way to say this, but basically I was, I was having anxiety over like, like fully going towards the thing that lit my soul on fire. And so I took a few detours along the way, right? Um, Which is totally fine. And if that's where you're at right now, if you are taking a detour, if you're taking a rest stop, that's okay too. Um, the, The journey is just as important as the destination. And so Um, Just give yourself grace and know that you're in that place for a reason. And that's going to give you something that you need when you get to the place that you want to go. So that's step two. Step one is deciding. I decided that there was more and I was going to find a better way, which is so color outside the lines, isn't it? (laughs) I was going to color outside the lines and not listen to what society told me. And I was going to find a better way. And the thing that I wanted to find was the thing that truly lit my soul on fire. And what was really interesting about this, I wrote this note on here, is that when I did find that thing, one of the things that was really weird about it to me is that it almost felt like cheating when I found it because it was the thing I was doing was so easy for me, which is, which is life coaching. Um, and so it felt so easy for me that I was like, Oh man, like this feels like this feels wrong. Like it shouldn't be this easy. Have you ever had that thought before that? Like the thing that lights your soul on fire, the thing that gets you out, like gets you going, like you would get up every single morning and do it. Even if you weren't paid for it, if it feels really easy to you, that is probably the thing. And we're told that things have to be hard, right? We're told like, oh, you have to work for things. You need to challenge yourself. Things need to be hard to come by. When in reality, if it's the thing that is super, super easy for you, that is probably the thing that you're meant to be doing. Because just because it's easy for you, doesn't mean it's easy for everybody. Doesn't mean that it comes so easily for everybody. And that's your gift that you can offer is that this thing that is super easy for you, you can offer that gift to others in a way that makes it easier for them because that thing's not so easy for them. Okay. So I decided, I discovered, and then I figured out where all of my resistance was. Okay. And this part can take this part can take some time and it's ongoing. So you can still move towards the thing that lights your soul on fire. You can still have your business. You can still do all these things that you want to do, work towards your goals, but you're always going to be working on the resistance that you have towards the success that you want. Because no matter what level you reach, no matter how far you get down this path, 
new stuff is always going to come up for you. Whenever I do um, the energy work that I do with my clients, we will shift limiting beliefs. And then as soon as we shift a limiting belief, a few days later, something new will rise to the surface because we've cleared out that old belief. We've, we've reprogrammed the subconscious, which is super powerful and amazing. And that doesn't change, but then new things that were buried deeper down in there, they rise to the surface. And then it's our job to figure out what to do with those new beliefs, right? And shift those new beliefs. And so I want to tell you that because I don't want you to get discouraged if along the path you continue to have these limiting beliefs. I work with my limiting beliefs every single day. Um, and one of the biggest ones that I worked with, and I talk about this in the podcast with Ashley, is I changed the belief that money meant something about me. And so I want you to think about that for a second. And I'd love for you to spend some time journaling on this. What does money mean about you? When you make money, what does it mean about you? If you don't make money, what does it mean about you? If you're trying to sell something to someone, like you're selling your coaching package to someone and they say no, or they say you're too expensive, or they say that's not worth it. What does that mean about you? And this is a really powerful question to ask yourself in any situation. What am I making that mean about me? It's a very powerful coaching question. What am I making this mean about me? And so when I was able to start feeling more neutral about money and shifting from a place of feeling like money meant something about me and then feeling to feeling neutral about money and just seeing money as an energy exchange. That's it. Money is an energy exchange. So you're giving me money and I'm giving you something in return that is energetically equal to that money, right? When you start to think about it that way, it really helps to shift your relationship with your business, with the work that you're doing with your clients. And of course, with money as well. Because when you realize that money is just there to support you in doing the work that you are meant to be doing, it becomes a very powerful tool and it becomes something that wants to support you versus something that's holding you back. And so that is the next like kind of step is, And we talk about this in one of the other podcast episodes, but I started to shift my language around money and I started to use conscious language around money and around the way that I talked about my clients. So what do I mean by this? So first of all, I shifted my language around money. So I stopped calling things expensive. I stopped saying, oh my goodness, that's so expensive. Or wow, that's a lot of money. I stopped, um thinking that that things were too much or that I couldn't afford them or that I was never going to be able to afford something like that or that I was I am not a person who carries a purse like that or I'm not a person who takes vacations like that or I'm not a person who makes that kind of money right I shifted my language around that and it's really subtle but if you start to pay attention to it and you start to pay attention to all of the ways that you talk about money throughout the day and throughout the week you'll start to realize 
like, oh man, it's so hard to pay my bills or, oh man, it's so, um, it's so hard to make money, you know, things like that, right? These, these are really important, um, phrases to start shifting because you're going to start to shift the way that you view money when you start to say things like, wow, that was so worth it. Or that was, that, um, that thing must be so valuable, right? So if you see something that's very expensive, that feels expensive to you, instead of saying that's so expensive, can you shift that and say that must be really valuable? Or, um, I feel so excited for the person that gets to experience that thing. So do you see like the subtle shifts that we're making, but it feels different in your body. And if you can practice that and try that out and say something like, oh, that's so expensive, you can feel the contraction happening in your body. And it's like you're moving away from money. But if you shift and you say something like, wow, that thing must be so valuable, you can feel the expansion happening in your body. Okay. And this goes back to not making money mean anything about you. Because when you say that's so expensive, you're then saying, I can't afford that. And I must be, maybe we even go to the point, right? Of saying like, I must be worthless because I can't afford that. It must be my fault that I can't afford that. And then we get back into the worthiness issue that we always talk about. And we, and we start to believe that money equals worthiness, which is not true. The other thing I started doing, and this goes into the conscious language and the limiting beliefs, is I stopped thinking about what people were willing to pay. So there, I, I stopped trying to guess like, oh, could that person afford this? Or, you know, am I outpricing these people? Or I need to be affordable to everyone, like that kind of mentality. And I started thinking about what I needed in order to sustain the business that I wanted to create. So what do I need to charge for my services in order to have the business that I want to create? And in making that shift, it made it more about the energetic exchange and that I was attracting clients that were going to support the business that I wanted to create. And then they were going to get an incredible energetic exchange in return for that. And so it actually elevated my services to be a really high level energetic exchange of me giving the, the cleanest, best energy to the people I'm working with and them paying in a way that felt really, really good to them. Does that make sense? If you want to talk more about that and talk deeper about the energetic exchange of money, then send me a message and let's chat about it because it's really powerful. And you've probably noticed before, whenever you make an investment in something, even when you like invest in, let's say you buy a new computer, I'm about to buy a new computer. So this is on my mind right now. Even before the computer is in your hands, right? Like, let's say you're going to order it online. I'm about to order mine online. So you're going to order it online and 
you like press checkout and you like put in your credit card information and like that computer is bought and it's on its way. You can feel the shift in your energy. So pay attention to this next time. Anytime you buy something, you can feel the shift in your energy before that object is even in your hands. And this happens whenever you invest in coaching as well. As soon as you hit send, that energetic exchange has already happened and you are already receiving from that container that you just invested in, even if it doesn't start for a few days or a couple weeks, or like, let's say you put a deposit down right now and you don't start for two months. You're like, you're actually getting a bonus for doing that because the energetic exchange starts as soon as you make the commitment, as soon as you send the money out. And it's really powerful. So if you want to dive deeper into the energetic exchange of money, send me a message on Instagram and we can chat further about that. Okay. So I decided that there was something more and there was a better way. I found the thing that like truly lit my soul on fire. I worked on my limiting beliefs and still continue to work on them every single day. Um, I shifted my language And I started using conscious language whenever talking about money. And I stopped thinking about, I stopped pricing myself based on what I thought people could pay and started pricing myself on what could sustain me as a business owner and sustain this business during this season of life. And in that same vein, the next thing that I did was I started trusting my audience more. And this is a really interesting one because you read The Game of Life and How to Play It by Florence Scovel Shin. She talks in there about when someone gives you money and it, it like extends beyond what you think their means are, or maybe it really does truly extend beyond their means that you shouldn't say things like, Oh, Oh, you can't afford that. Or like, Oh, I can't accept this because like, that's too much, that sort of thing. But you should see them in such a light that they are so abundant and that absolutely they can afford this because the unlimited, limitless supply of money is available to them just as, just as it is to you. And so seeing them in this light helps that become true for them, right? In other words, we can believe on behalf of other people. So whenever you're having a hard time holding the belief in yourself, ask someone else to hold the belief with you. Because we have so much power in holding the belief with one another. And I've done this before with coaches that I've had. I've asked them to hold the belief with me. And when when you ask someone else to hold a belief with you, the result is so much more powerful than if you just hold the belief on your own. And so what I'm getting at here is... I shifted the way that I started to view my audience and I started to view my audience in a way that I believed, I believed in them so much that it didn't matter what the investment in me was. I knew that they were going to be able to recoup that many times over. And I started to believe in their resourcefulness and I believed in their uh, desire to invest in themselves and I believed in their desire to Um, run really successful businesses. And I believed in their desire to help the world. And I believed in their desire to, to do their soul's work, 
right? And when you shift the way that you start to think about people paying you and thinking about what your audience is capable of and who they really are and who they want to become, that affects them on a whole different level because you are holding the belief in them sometimes before they can even hold the belief in themselves. And especially if you are a coach, this is true because people are coming to you because most of the time they're stuck because they don't believe in themselves or they're stuck in a pattern that they can't get out of and you believing in them that they can break this pattern, that they can move forward that they can expand and that they can move to the next level in their business and in their life is a really powerful way to support them in actually achieving that. So that was the next step that I took was that I shifted the way that I was thinking about my audience and I elevated the way that I was thinking about my audience so that I believed in their resourcefulness and I believed in their ability to run very successful businesses. And what's really important about this piece too, is that everything in life is a reflection of our, what's going on with us internally. And so if you are, if you look around you and you see the kind of people that you're surrounded with, you may ask yourself like, what's going on internally with me? Like what's going on in my, in my psyche, in my subconscious, in my body that I am attracting these kind of people into my life. And that can be good or bad, right? It can be positive or negative. And so if you ask yourself that question, you can realize like when you start to see people in a different light, that means you're also seeing yourself in a different light. And so as I was able to start to see my audience in a different light, I was also able to start to see myself in a different light. So as I saw them as more resourceful and I saw them as wanting to um, invest in their business so they could be successful and learn new skills and become the you know world-class service provider that they are. And as I saw them as abundant and living their like fullest lives and following their passions, I was able to see that in myself as well. And so take that into consideration as you're doing all these things, there's massive shifts happening within you as you start to view your outer world differently. Okay. So just to recap, these are the steps that I took in order to shift my relationship with money. And the result was massive. The result was expanding my monthly income by a lot. Um, my business currently is a hundred percent, a little bit over a hundred percent, um, increase year over year. So that's the result of doing this work. If you need some results, it's really exciting. It's really fun. And you can see results happen really quickly. Okay. So just to sum it up, the first thing that I did was I decided, I decided that there was something more. I decided that there was a better way. I discovered my passion, the thing that truly lit my soul on fire. I worked with my limiting beliefs and removed these blocks that were holding me back from moving towards that. I started using conscious language around money and investments. And finally, I shifted the way that I started thinking about my audience and my clients. And I started to see them in a much more elevated, positive light. 
So I hope that this episode really gave you some good tips on how to shift your relationship with money and really lock in a solid money mindset. I would love to hear your biggest takeaway from this. So send me a message on Instagram at mindset coach Krista. You can also find that in the show notes. If you absolutely loved this episode, you can help other people find it by leaving a review. I would appreciate it so much if you did that. And if you want to continue on this journey with us of coloring outside the lines, forgetting about society's narrative and doing life our own way, hit subscribe and we will see you next time. Until then, this has been Krista reminding you that you are so powerful and you have permission to color outside the lines. Thank you.